Nice. Welcome to Hashtag Resilience. This is Watson Jordan. I lead the Resilience Initiative, where we research and promote resilience from around the globe and back to you, our listeners. Our big idea, we can develop resilience. Our promise, we will show you how with inspirational stories and straightforward ideas. Learn more about us at www.hashtagresilience.com. That's all one word. Make sure to check out our courses on Udemy, like 1010 Finance, and build resilience with the 531 plan. Look out for our new book, Resilience, How the COVID-19 Pandemic Made Us Wiser and Stronger. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. This episode of Hashtag Resilience is part of our Stronger and Wiser series where we investigate what we can learn from the 2020 COVID pandemic. Today, we're joined by Ward Willis of Kinzai. Kinzai is the world's most effective fitness program. Well, welcome to Hashtag Resilience, Ward. How are you today? Um, fantastic, Watson. Nice to see you. Good. Well, let's start just and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Kinzai. So let's talk about you, what you're doing. What you're excited yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, hey, everybody. Uh, hey, listeners, I'm Ward Willis, and I reside in Portland, Maine, the rugged Northeast in the United States. And um, what do I do? Goodness gracious. Um, I'm the director of training at Kenzai, and Kenzai is a fitness-based community. And so my job is to watch over. In fact, it's, it's kind of a funny bit. My name literally means to watch over. Um, I'm named after my Scottish great-grandmother. It's her last name. And so um, I am the ward of Kenzai in so many ways. It's my job and duty to watch over our trainees as well as to guide um, our professional staff of trainers all over the world. This team of really unique people who have come through our community and then in turn serve all the trainees um, you know, that are working to better their lives. Our, our, our sort of our our moniker is to improve the human condition. And so, you know, that's what I endeavor to do every day. It's part of my own personal story as well as my professional story. So thanks for asking. I like that. That's really good. That's perfect alignment for life. You know, if your name, you know, matches literally, that's, that's powerful. It's a little, it's a little, it's, it's powerful and a little preposterous, but like I said, I'll lean into it. Well, what has, um, what's gone on at Kinzai during the, uh, pandemic? Because lots of, you know, we're in our community focus this year and, you know, we look at different communities. So how, Mm -hmm. what have y'all seen at Kenzai? Sure. So, you know, Kenzai is large, is is 100%, um, you know, in the ether. It's in, it's on the internet. Um, We are, you know, a virtual community. And so we've been here and doing this work for about a decade. And so interestingly, um, once the pandemic hit, my personal life didn't train, change dramatically. Um, our small team behind the scenes have largely been working remotely with people in Tokyo and California and upstate New York and uh, here in Portland, Maine. So we've we've kind of we were kind of uniquely positioned um, during this time to kind of have had some real world experience in in kind of this this quarantine model. So. That's, you know, behind the scenes, the people who work and show up to Kenzai every day as professionals, in terms of our community at large, we've seen quite a a welcome growth 
I think so many people, once they were at home, um, word really spread and, and, and word has historically spread um, by mouth to mouth, by person to person. Um, it's one of the things that helps cultivate a tremendous amount of trust in, in what we offer. And so we've seen a lot of people show up at our door looking for uh, solutions that work for their fitness, especially in this time when you know, so many communities are, are bifurcated or just destroyed altogether. Um, we've seen people come to the community and uh, it's been really sweet. You know, it's been really sweet. We lean on transparency and things that work and that's found a lot of resonance, uh, which is, which is awesome. That's awesome. An interesting thing in the pandemic, there were some organizations who were caught completely unprepared and flat-footed and sure. you wonder what the future is, but others yeah. um, were made for this. Kenzai is one. So the, the community was all, already virtual. Interestingly, yeah. my wife is a genealogist. Oh, and no her, kidding. And her company, um, Legacy Tree Genealogists, mm-hmm. was set up kind of 10 years ago as a virtual uh, organization. So sure. um, some were ready to go and some organizations yeah. are nimble. And some are not, but it's interesting. And I think the community piece, which we will talk about a little bit more, sure. has really been a uh, identified as a very powerful part of uh, people's lives. And yes, without question, what's a, an easy example where I am? So if a key part of people's lives was literally going to church. Sure. That. It either was eliminated or radically changed. Yes. So the, the opposite is Kinzai, where you were already completely virtual and the community mm-hmm. was uh, in the ether. So yeah, that- yeah. I think one of the one of the pieces is that we we attracted people who had to be in relationship with saying goodbye to their churches, their local gyms, or you know, not goodbye, but maybe for farewell for now. So we have had to work with people who are going through a process of not only trying to take control of their fitness, but also grieving the many changes that they encountered. So, you know, Kenzai is unique in that we definitely are looking to access the physical body, but in doing so, it not only like builds character, but I often say it reveals character. And what's really cool is we have this already existing community of just incredible people from all over the world who are there to help support people through this fitness journey. So that's really unique and special, but we're certainly no strangers to some of the struggles that people people have faced during this change. Yeah, fantastic. So at the Resilience Initiative, we have a 5-3-1 plan, which is five people in your inner circle, three okay. people, three communities that you participate in. And we, sure. we like the idea of investing in a community and harvesting from it. So because leading a community is a very different animal than community participation. So both are valuable, but not not the same. And one core belief. So if this is our community focus, um, how have you found and how has Kenzai found as you've leaned on community, kind of what have you learned? What has been surprising in kind of a startling way or surprising in kind of a gratifying way um, in terms of kind of you personally, community-wise, and what you've seen as the shepherd uh, sure. 
<laughs> of the the Kinzai flock. Yeah, well, I, I would say um, it, there's I, I would say there's a sword that cuts two ways. Um, we are in the virtual space, and like I said, so many people have had seismic changes to how they're living, and to come to a community for fitness and wellness and find this robust community that's that's there to help nurture not only um, you know. It's about so much more than great abs. It's so it's about so much more than biceps, right? It's just about um, trying to support the whole person and what they're going through. So that has been stunning. And to one of the things that we really encourage people to do is to express themselves through text, through video. And so you start to capture and hear people's stories. And, and we know that we make a tremendous difference there. I think the sword that cuts the other way is that through the pandemic, I think there's a lot of sort of social media computer fatigue. And so that's much more real than we've ever dealt with before. And so people are just, you know, I'm trying to be online less. And it's so important. You know, we, we like to hold our trainees accountable. We really want them to get results. We really want them to engage. We found that's what really makes the difference is showing up with consistency. But we have to walk that line between holding them accountable and really allowing them that space to kind of figure out their current relationship with this myriad of platforms, Snapface, Book Chat, you know, there's just a myriad of things where they're showing up and 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 when they're not going to work, to church, to the gym, to these various places, that's that can wear them down. So so that's that's something that I, I didn't anticipate. Um, but that is very real. So I think there's definitely some real fatigue. Now, one of the things that you get from a community is structure. Without question. You get interaction, you get structure, you get expectation, you get hope. One of the things that I continue to, as I look into this and talk to people that reveals itself constantly, is hope is such a great product of community because when we when we get together and we want to do something, and let's say Kinzai is our example, and sure. if I want to get fitter, and mm-hmm. let's let's say I take a kettlebell course and I want to there's some specific things in there because we know specific goals get you get you further. Yes, um, they do. So if I'm with people who are doing that, it's easier for me to believe that I can do that. So Absolutely. that that you know, and one of the things I think people will look for in community is structure, you know, whether it's every day, whether it's because uh, for structure, I mean, I work independently. Mm -hmm. And so I value structure. So I have to make it for myself. Did Did you see any in the Kinzai universe, people kind of going, a real benefit here is the structure of the program. And because you also, another community piece, I believe, Kinzai has a pretty strong educational component. Yes. Where any yeah. when I like to say I like to like to summarize it by saying we're teaching people how to train and live skillfully. Um, but yeah, without question, people were looking for for structure and and the way that our app and our training program is configured is you know you have that daily task card that helps lay out um, the things that you need to do, the lesson you need to read, the workout. Um, and then also how to show up either verbally or visibly 
um, you know, posting photos. And, and that allows you um, some structure that, that is largely absent or had been absent for so many people. And it takes some, some time to get used to, you know, going from waking up and, and going to work or preparing your children to go to school. And when those things are removed, you can feel a bit aimless. And, and certainly we've heard from lots and lots of people that they appreciate Kenzai giving them some structure. And then, you know, you take it, I like to say off the mat, you know, off your training mat and into your, into the rest of your life. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. It's such a, it's a really fun success story of community in the pandemic. So that kind of is a nice transitional piece. Yeah. 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 I mean, our trainees are truly the magic, right? I say it all the time. I'm, I'm staring across the screen from one and, um, I, I, so I'm, I'm kind of a, a sports nerd and there's a say, you know, this term that's, that's used in soccer a lot about expressing yourself, the ability to go out onto the pitch and really express yourself. And I like to think that, you know, we're trying to create this container where people can come up, can show up and express themselves a little bit. You get to see who they are. And uh, man, that's nothing short of sacred from, from my seat. Man. You must have some pretty strong, um, well, people can do that in an environment that they trust, in an environment that they feel like is they've gotten, they feel safe there, which when that really happens, it doesn't happen on the second day. It does not. It does not. It is a process. Without because if it looks like it's happening on the second day, they're faking. Yeah. Um, or, or they know, you know, what we've seen is they know somebody like, for example, Watson, you might have a, a peer of yours who you recommend. And they show up to Kenzai and they have that built-in trust. I, I think that's what's so extraordinary is that our our, our trainees are great emissaries. Yeah. They're out in their own community saying, this has helped change who I am, the way that I look at the world, the way that I think. You know, it's not, not some woo-woo stuff. It's like, you know, it's hard work, man. You're up on the grind. You're sweating. You're yeah. hurting. But, um, but it, does, it does affect you. And then when you go tell somebody um, the trust, so what, you know, our challenge always is to get out into the, into the marketplace. Our goal is to just, to grow, to change more lives, but to try to foster that trust with people we don't yet know, that's work. And that's one of the great challenges of, um, of the work currently. So good stuff. Yeah. So we are, the resilience initiative is publishing a book. It's probably soon it'll be out called resilience. How the COVID-19 pandemic made us wiser and stronger. So it's a collection of essays from men and women, young and old from around the world. Um, so if you were writing an essay for that book, yeah, and it were and if Kenzai was going, here's how we're wiser and stronger, what what would you put down? Oh dang, I gotta answer for both. Well, I, I can answer for me for sure. For yeah. sure. It's uh for me, without question, it would be um more tea, less beer. And I think for me, you know, with uh, the pandemic, um, I think it, it raised, raised my levels of anxiety. Mm. And, um, and for me to not, I mean, a sort of beer is a sort of a symbol of kind of leaning on some of those habits that can kind of creep in and that really don't foster um, wellness for me. And so I kind of know that about myself. And so it's trying to, trying to nurture that, you know, that also might look like maybe a little less TV, more reading, more walks, less workouts that bring me to the brink of my own, you know, physical capabilities. So trying to find that gas pedal where I'm putting myself into a place where I can 
weather what has truly been at times a very significant storm. You know, that's very insightful. And the piece that I want to tease out a little bit is the environment changes. So in in pre-whatever this is now, Mm -hmm. there was, we'd acclimated to some norm and I had, we had gotten comfortable. And then things changed and they changed rapidly and dramatically. Mm -hmm. So, because yes. uh, anxiety is a real thing. And when things change dramatically and radically, the environment for producing anxiety, things to be anxious about, mm-hmm. literally sure. goes up. So, yeah. we, I think a wise thing is to be sensitive to what are knobs I can turn, you know, where, so if a lot of your world, there's not a lot of influence over what happens, but there is in your examples, I think are really good. A little bit more tea, you know, to replace something can make a difference. Yeah. I'm a champion of small victories. A little bit. I have a, yeah. Reading the small, it's Yeah the hour before I go to bed rather than watching a horror movie. Yeah. That can be hugely impactful. So those types of things. Yeah. And for the horror movie heads out there, don't, don't think I don't ship horror movies, baby. Love that too. Love that too. But it's time and place. And it is about trying to kind of figure out what's going on with my central nervous system today. Yeah. And Um, and how can I generate enough comfort or security yeah um without you know because there, there are lots of uh interesting pictures we have in our heads you know and there's some people who are going to emerge out of the pandemic fitter than they've ever been it's true because they had this time yeah, mentally physically spiritually all that stuff it's and it's a, it's a, there's some people who are going to emerge and their pants don't fit and they have their fingers are yeah. the color of cheetos and um, it's true. It's true. So, you know, I, I, I and we're here for both people, baby. We're here for yeah, all. Yeah. And you know. so, you know, it's here for all of you. But you find out and you go, what What can I? I like the image of what knobs are there to turn to make my life better in the world I actually live in. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine called yeah. that available reality. You know, you go, well, the downside is I can't do this, but the upside is no commute. It's a huge yeah. time harvest. No, no commute. Yeah. So from Kenzai's perspective, do you, what do you think? Yeah, that's a great, I mean, that's a great question. Probably not one. I spend so much time um, in the, in the, I would call sweeping the sheds, you know, doing a lot of like the, the kind of the dirty work um, in the, in the trenches with the trainees and, and, and doing that, that great stuff that I sometimes don't, don't zoom out and, and ask myself those bigger questions. But I mean, that's a really good one. I, I think maybe each member of the team would answer it a little bit differently. Sure. I think for us, the opportunity to get to know more people. Like that's what's happened, right? We have more, just this influx of people. And as well as we start to spread out on the internet, just having more and more conversations with people about what it truly means to engage in a program, you know, a fitness program that works. When we came on the scene, whatever, 10 years ago, this space was not saturated. You know, there were not a lot of other games in town and, and, you know, everybody in there, 
uncle and aunt and second cousin has a fitness-based app or platform as their personal trainer trying to get out into the virtual space. So there's a lot of noise in this space, but um, we're constantly trying to cut through to champion things that work and just, I mean, there's just genuine altruism. Like we yeah. want it. Help yeah. Well, people. so have you seen any shifts in terms of types of success or success rates or different uh, things you go, gosh, I didn't imagine that. And that was really great that. Yeah. You know, I'm so story focused. I would say, you know, like I I'm less focused on like what we have, we have a really high rate of program completion, which is super awesome. You know, lots, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible up above 85% pretty extraordinary. Um, but for me, I'm always focused in, on, on the individual stories. Those what really foster resonance. So, you know, whether it's a, a mom at home so, juggling so, three kids so I, or maybe it's some, yeah, go ahead. I guess my question, another way to, so you get a chance to see success, all the stories, but yeah, of those, the some must stick in your mind as kind of measurable kind of, wow. So I mean, it sounds yeah, like without, the rate question. <laughs> of, the, the rate of that has stayed true during a time of growth yeah. and some sh- uh, yeah, I think there's anxiety about the from the from the people who come in and think, if I can do this in a pandemic, can I do this? Can I take this? Can I carry this forward? So that's that's a theme that is emerging because we have this. This, this this new group of people who are showing up and they never trained outside of a pandemic. So like yeah. you, Watson, came so long ago and you're juggling the things that look like you're, you know, yeah. out there in the world and Kenzai. For so many uh, new trainees, there's really no place to go. And so it, it feels easier. They think it's easier. That's yet to be determined as we start to emerge from this uh, this year plus long. Well, nothing makes so. being successful later easier than being successful now. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, man. Bring it. Yeah. So, you know, well, that's well done, my friend. Uh, that's pretty good. So let's go to our fun quick strike round. Bring it. I can't so wait. What book are you reading? Uh, am I allowed to share three? Sure. Is that, is that legit? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I usually have a, I usually have a professional book going. I usually have, I, I, I meet with a, with a kiddo, with a, a family friend uh, weekly. So, and then, so, and then I have a personal book. So, all right. So I'll start with um, the professional book I'm reading, which is uh, Legacy, which I'm actually rereading. It's a story of the success of the uh, All Blacks from New Zealand. And it's kind of a mm. combination, personal, professional help book. I'd say it's a little like masculine and a little rough around the edges, but um, it's, it's a great source of organizational um, support, motivation, uh, I love it. Um, so the other book is um, The Legend of Drist, which is a fantasy novel that I meet every Tuesday on face-to-face with a kiddo. And we've read through the first uh, book of that series. Nice. And it's just it's just fun. It offers a lot of really potent philosophy amidst uh, you know magical spells and swords. And then the other book that I'm reading personally is called I Know This Much Is True uh, by Wally Lamb. It's a story about two brothers, one of whom is schizophrenic. And it's I think it was made um, into an HBO thing. But um, it's been sitting on our shelves for about a decade. I am surrounded by hardcore readers um, in my family. Like my crew is, my wife's a uh, you know a reader and a writer. Um, my stepson 
uh, Ian tears through uh, books and books a month. So it's, so anyway, so, but this has been staring at me for a long time and it's a fantastic read. So that's my long answer. I'm sure all these be a long answer. I love to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so well, good so for you. And me. I think interesting that specifically in your mind, there were types of books that fit into kind of a whole. And I'm yeah. applauding the book club with the, uh, with the younger person that can be, yeah, good it's just, for, that can be good it, for everybody. All, it's just all parts of my personality that need a, need a scratch. And so I, I, you know, spend different parts of my day looking at different things, but yeah. So next, what music gets you going? Woohoo. Um, so it, this is, is pretty like quarantine specific. Um, I am a, a fan of vinyl and uh, I, uh, John Coltrane's ballads um, has been on my record player pretty much every day. So it is definitely chill out. You know, I'm, I've got the little punk rock, rapidy rap, rock and roll side of me. But again, much like more tea, less beer, um, that thing has just, I, I think I may have listened to it every day. And it's just potent. The dude is connected to the source, man. Coltrane is wicked. So, so that's, that's my, that's so John that's Coltrane. Yeah. Ballads. And Alvin is ballads. Yeah. It's in, it's the crew. I think Alvin Jones, uh, I want to say McCoy Tyner. It's the, it's the quartet that, I mean, they, they put out a bunch of stuff that I think it's on love Supreme as well, but anyway, and shout don't, out to don't worry. Culture. We, for our listeners, these will all be listed in the episode notes. So you can <laughs> kind of go there too, but it's, that's a fun thing Ooh. for me. I, I get to go listen to that now. Um, yeah, it's wicked. So we wrap up with what's the best advice you ever got? Oh man. That's like, whew, I probably should have prepared a little bit harder for this. Um, the thing that sticks out in my brain, which is probably not the best advice I've ever received, but it's a cheeky bit that I, I really enjoy. So I'm also a bit of a, a bit of a film nerd. And um, there's a classic film called Spinal Tap. And, and as the credits are rolling, um, the, the key, the keyboardist of the, you know, mock, mock band says, you know, have a good time all the time. <laughs> and while I'm not a hedonist, um, I do love like on a, on a Buddhist level that like, no, no matter how difficult um, or challenging the moment that, you know, in, no matter how challenging the workout, you know, maybe how challenging the relationship, like try to in somewhere in there, um, maybe a gentle smile to, to, to remind myself to have a good time all the time. Cause life have is, a, is have a good time all the time. That's, yeah. that's excellent. Well, that's a uh, great way me. to wrap up this community focus with Ward Willis Yeah, from Kinzai, the world's most effective, uh, yeah. Fit, fitness program. And what's the other line that I like so much? Engineering the the human condition. Oh, Im- improving the human condition. Improving the human condition. Fantastic. Well, yeah. at the end, we say goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. Listeners. <laughs> Did I get it right? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hashtag Resilience with Watson Jordan. Please reach out to me and let me know what you think. If you like our show, please subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. The episode notes include your main information about the show. Please take a look. We're available for speaking and facilitating, in addition to our researching, interviewing, and writing. Learn more about our work on resilience at hashtagresilience.com. Spread the word. <laughs>